The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host, Victor Pitts. Well, hello everyone. This is Victor Pitts. You're listening to Domain Masters. We're recording this live. I'm um, very privileged to have as my guest on, on this episode in this uh, the last week of December of 2011, uh, the one and only Jonathan Frakes. Uh, Jonathan, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great, Victor. It's great to be on the show again and uh, really looking forward to this, this broadcast, <laughs> a live one. You know, taking a break it, it, from taking a break. Yeah, you know the the thing is, is um, you know at the the end of the year, uh, it's that time of year when you turn on the radio stations and and you hear everybody doing the uh, the songs of 2011 or the songs of the past year. What are the top songs? And and you see a lot of uh, news shows that will talk about the top stories uh, of of the year as well. So kind of in that mode, I felt that uh, it'd be good to have one of those kind of recap shows. Uh, to kind of you know reflect upon the year that's passed by and and uh, what might be some of the issues that we'll be talking about in the upcoming year and with that kind of theme in mind I couldn't think of anyone that I would rather have on the show than you Jonathan. <laughs> Thanks a lot Victor and it's really mm-hmm. good to take a break from taking a break uh, you know at the holidays it's always great to have family come it's always great to have family leave and uh, the uh, <laughs> We're just getting to the tail end of all of that this this week. Um, there's a lot of exciting stuff that's happened in uh, in the year 2011 uh, that we can recap. Um, you know, currently there's a lot of dialogue in and around um, the uh, the new TLD program, which you know, longtime listeners will know that I've been talking about that for years now. Uh, there's been quite a few CCTLD launches. Some great conferences happened this year. There's some great ones to look forward to next year. Um, some real, you know, high sales amounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw some great uh, domain sales. It's almost like it's recession-proof. So uh, I look forward to talking to you about that uh, when we come back after the break. Well, fantastic. And uh, I think we'll we'll probably go ahead and um, go on and, and start the interview, actually, and take a break in just a few minutes. Okay. Uh, Brasco, Brasco, is that good with you, or do you want to go ahead and take a break real quick? Yeah, you know what? I'm in the giving time of year. Let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and interact first, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll badger the listeners with uh, our sponsors in a few minutes. Well, if we're going to interact, if we're going to interact, then I'm going to kick off the work shoes and put on the slippers. Let's go. There we go. Wonderful. I can hear the bunnies, uh, bunny <laughs> slippers rattling. And All you right. know what? This is what I love about live uh, broadcast, and I'm totally ready to talk about 
uh, each of these different things. All right. Well, let me, let me fire one out at you because it's something that I've, I'm pretty um, tuned into as as well from from an interest level and and uh, from you know the vantage point of this this is exciting times with new TLDs. Been talked about them for years. In the early days, I didn't I didn't have much. Uh, I didn't place a whole lot of stock in them. I thought that they would confuse the market. Then I kind of came around and started thinking about the unique branding opportunities and and the categorization um, that these names would uh, would would offer the market a new way to uh, to search. And and there's times I almost feel like it, I did in the early days that it's just going to cause confusion in the marketplace. So let's hear from your perspective, Jonathan. What's what's the big news from uh, 2011 that we can talk about from the for the new uh, TLDs and kind of roll that into where things might be headed in 2012? Sure, sure. Well, so the the new TLD program after years, years and years and years, um, and two sort of smaller rounds of opening um, in the year 2000 and in the year 2005, there have been application windows where people could. Uh, sign up to apply to operate a license for some key internet infrastructure in the form of a top-level domain. And there's been a process going on since 2005. It's included so many people that it's painfully slow. Uh, But it's gotten uh, uh, basically moved forward to where everybody's inputs come in. I think there's pretty much equal dissatisfaction in all parties on on (laughs) – You know that they didn't. Everybody didn't get everything that they wanted, but um, in June of this year, right mid-year, the new TLD program was approved by the board of directors of ICANN after five or six, some would say twelve years of uh, uh, you know meetings and discussions and working groups and uh, you know I don't know how much work that the community at large has done to try to get this thing moved forward. And they approved that uh, a person can apply for – well, I should say a company should apply for a TLD uh, and they'll have an open round of applications accepted at ICANN between January 12th and April 12th of next year, um, which is coming up really quickly. There's less than 14 days left if you want to be one of the first people in the gates uh, you know, when they open the window. Mm-hmm. So the new TLD program, people are ready to apply a number of different – get their applications filled out. So a lot of companies have set up shop and, and it's going to be a real creative. And if everyone, no, the people that it really helps and it's an exciting time in the new TLD program. Um, the next, the next thing I'd say is that uh, we're seeing some hearings. We're hearing mutterings, uh, you know, where there are some groups who have been very vocal in their opposition. This is, this is pretty much a minority group that have been very vocal in their opposition of the new TLD program. But they are, um, you know, very artful in marketing and, and they're picking it apart. So we're seeing a lot of noise in and around it. And it's not unlike the stages of grieving, I say often. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you go through grieving, there's, you know, anger, denial, bargaining, sorrow. Uh, but when you get to the point of acceptance, that's when you really have breakthroughs. And, and this is true of anything. And I think folks are hitting that breakthrough moment when they've gone through the stages of the, uh, the grieving and get to the point where they can see the opportunities involved in the new TLD program. Right. Well, I think that one of the stories that I felt was, was key or, or, or big in 2010 
um, that will continue, or excuse me, 2011, that will continue to be a story in, in 2012. And I think that it, it kind of dovetails off from, you know, what you're talking about or is, is related, um, is, is the, uh, the XXX launch from uh, ICM registry, the, uh, the new TLD that, that uh, launched uh, in 2011. And, and it would be the last one that uh, will have launched launched before the uh, the new TLDs uh, come out uh, in 2012. So certainly there's a lot of, of uh, eyes from, um, you know, all the stakeholders uh, from, from those organizations and applicants and ICANN and the, uh, you know, the, the corporate America or corporate corporations globally, trademark holders, everybody's kind of watching and see some of the lessons that's learned from from XXX and and how it might relate to um, you know some of the new TLDs that that might come out in terms of processes and uh, trademark uh, protections and resolution pol- you know dispute policies and that type of stuff. So I think that that's been a a, a big story that. That does affect those uh, new TLDs as uh, they'll they'll learn lessons from what uh, uh, ICM Registry did with the the launch of their TLD. And the second reason I think we'll go ahead before I, I tell you another. Oh, well, reason I was, I I was going to say that uh, you, you know Dot Triple X is certainly you know big on the radar. It, it mm-hmm. got approved at the front of the year, and you know was able to launch by the end of the year. I think that was you know very aggressive. Now, granted, they had twelve years to plan. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it was suddenly there was an approval, and, it, and uh, I was um, they had gone about some of the protections and things that they they had wanted to put in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I it's very controversial, but you know, I personally think Triple X is pretty plain in what it is. You know, mm-hmm. if you're looking for the content, here's here it is with a dot triple X on the end. If you want to avoid the content, don't go to a dot triple X, and then. You know, for providers and some of the other things that they're planning um, to put into it, I was actually very impressed with what they had uh, put together. But you know, it's not for everybody, and and you know, the folks who didn't want it didn't get it. But yeah. uh, well, I think what what kind of impressed me was the fact that it, the same year that they were awarded the TLD, that in such a short time frame, they put together this launch program that had a lot of moving pieces. You know, had to uh, you know validate trademark claims and end up having record marks. Wanted to protect their brand, people, and dealt with them in a very short. So, I mean, that trademark protection would be something uh, emulated with a lot. Of- and the other thing that was pretty amazing was industry actually promote their boards and own Forbes magazine and and you know Times Square and and seeing it go mainstream uh, to see any TLD actually push to the consumer, you know, push out to the consumers uh, their brand, helping registrars to, uh, you know, sell more products, helping to create more awareness, helping to create more demand. I thought that was pretty interesting, too, um, in the registry's approach and and might be something that uh, the new TLDs might uh, learn from as they bring their their brands to market. Well, I can tell you um, there was a a question in the chat room about uh, do we think the process will begin in two weeks? Um, there's no, no reason not to believe that the process of applying for new TLDs will happen in the next two weeks. Um, there was a question about the ads, uh, the mainstream ads, uh, to mm-hmm. encourage uh, uh, awareness of .XXX that, that we covered. Um, so in addition to .XXX, uh, we saw a lot of activity in and around the .CO 
uh, mm-hmm. top uh, CCTLD, as well as wider adoption of the .me CCTLD. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing more and more liberalization of other CCTLDs. We're seeing, uh, we saw .so was launched by GMO Registry. Um, there are, um, I think, five or six liberalizing uh, under .fr uh, that are French external territories like uh, Mayotte with YT. Um, I think there's .pm, .tf. There's a whole number of them uh, that you can look at at afnic.fr that are liberalizing to uh, European members. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so European citizens have access to all of those new extensions. Um, .dm uh, Dominica is a Caribbean island that uh, will be launching next year. They just uh, liberalized and signed up to work with KS Registry for back end. And uh, so we're seeing a lot with CCTLD launches as well to kind of complement the the .XXX launch. But what will next year look like with uh, hundreds of top-level domains being uh, launched into the marketplace uh, that might change things? So let's see what registrars do with thundering herds of uh, domains coming at them. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. And and, and like you said, uh, in a time in which... Uh, the country and the world needs uh, jobs. Um, there's a lot of opportunities that's being created with the uh, oncoming new TLDs as well. So that's going to be interesting. Let's let's uh, let's take a breather and come back and talk about uh, the the shows. Maybe accumulate some questions in the chat room and uh, talk about some of the banner sales from this year. What a what a great year for domain sales. I you'd never know there was a recession going on. Absolutely. So, folks, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with our show. You're listening to Domain Masters. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to my guest, Jonathan Frakes, joining me tonight as we do a little recap of uh, the big stories from 2011. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrand. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at CPAWay.com. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh... 
buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Acquizio.com to get a demo today. Acquizio. Search. Social. Display. One platform. Hi, this is Ross Dunn and this is John Carcutt from SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. From our families to yours, we want to wish you a safe and enjoyable holiday season. Have a happy holidays, everybody. Get the good gifts this year. From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm. Wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. All right, welcome back to Domain Masters. My name is Victor Pitts, and you're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. Um, we're joined on this this uh, episode of Domain Masters by Jonathan Frakes as we do a little uh, look back recap of 2011. Uh, what that year has been like in the uh, domain uh, industry, some of the big uh, uh, stories, and, and particularly those stories that uh, will have uh, lasting impact on uh, 2012 and possibly beyond. So I want to welcome back to the second half of our show, Jonathan Frakes. Woot. Hey, so um, we just had an interesting question in the chat room. Um, you know, one of the things we didn't cover, which I think is really important, was that uh, you know I talked about the liberalization and opening up of a lot of CCTLDs where they've uh, you know kind of broken out of their tight shell, but the um, uh, IDN CCTLDs. So this is CCTLDs like uh, China in Chinese and mm-hmm. Taiwan in Chinese or um, Qatar uh, launched uh, theirs or Palestine in um, in Arabic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Egypt launched an you know an Arabic string CCTLD along with their um, .eg, and so we're starting to see the benefits to people who are brand new eyeballs who don't speak English who are now uh, having a means to engage with websites and URLs that are more familiar to them without having to you know go in and use English. Mm-hmm. We'll see some. Um, some improvement and expansion in the in the internet adoption as a result of that, um, but there was a question in the chat room about GTLDs. Um, the uh, the question was: Are GTLDs going to be available so that somebody, for example, could um, apply for the transliterations of .com or .org in other languages? Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting uh, thing to discover on that. VeriSign has been public in a number of uh, shareholder meetings discussing their interests and aspirations in um, applying for different IDN variations of COM, for example, and taking some of the innovators' names where people had registered at the second level under .com in different um, character sets uh, where they would give those people right of first use in the other uh, language where com were um, spelled in the local language. So, for example, mm-hmm. if you got a Korean word, like let's say you had uh, the Korean word for hotel or hotels, um, and then dot com in Korean when they would launch uh, com in Korean. So, they're looking at applying, certainly. Um, you know, the interesting thing is com is not really a word. It's meant to imply mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
commerce. But in some languages, there's different words that represent commerce or or uh, or business. There's also some initiatives where people have lost patience with this, you know, crockpot long-term process that ICANN has, and they've worked out relationships with local ISPs and uh, to. Um, create workarounds that would create virtual TLDs that would work within those ISPs regionally. And so there are some, in fact, in Israel, uh, I want to say in uh, uh, Bulgaria, in some parts of China, they've done that already. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting as that goes out, uh, what that looks like. Um, also in the chat room, somebody mentioned .ru, uh, .rf in, um, in Cyrillic. That's become wildly popular. I think they've crossed the horizon now close to, if they haven't, crossed a million registrations. So, And that launched uh, just last year. So very impressive registrations in, in each of these uh, CCTLDs. No doubt. And anticipate with you know the, the globalization of the Internet that there will be more and more demand for IDNs and, and the respective countries for different TLDs, including some of the new ones perhaps. Um, one of the stories, uh, Jonathan, that you know we had kind of touched on before uh, the break was the you know the O dot co, and I know that in 2010 that was a, a huge story with uh, the rebranding of O dot co, um, the relaunching of O dot co, and uh, its reception by the, uh, the or acceptance by the market, um, which certainly had some some big names. I mean, one of the biggest ones uh, that was talked about on the Domain Master Show uh, in the past was uh, Patrick Riddell had um, the CEO of uh, Overstock dot com on, uh, who had acquired at that time the name O.co and subsequent to that uh, show um, made that they're, they're, they rebranded uh, overstock.com as O.co and then uh, a few months or, or you know a short time ago they uh, reversed that and and went back to uh, overstock.com so this is a story that I had a lot of uh, I, I thought was significant and and that Yes, there's there's a, a a want for a lot of new names for a lot of different reasons. You know, shortening things, uh, uh, capitalizing upon certain keywords that you can acquire in in new TLDs. But the the truth is, is I think that 2011 once again kind of restated the actual strength of of .dot com. This, the strength that it still has in the marketplace with all these new challenges, uh, the rebranding of the new CCTLDs, the, um, uh, the, the, the threat or the, con- or, or the launch of uh, soon, soon to be launching uh, new TLDs uh, as well as the uh, status quo TLDs that competes with uh, .com globally and, and .com still dominates and as evidenced again by O.co which – they actually found that they're um, with all the the marketing and advertisement and uh, television ads uh, trying to drive traffic to uh, o. co. It did certainly drive traffic, but they also drove a lot of traffic to o. com as measured by Verisign for a name that's not even um, not even registered and, and not doing anything. They're just capturing the data on it. So I think that that was a, uh, a telltale. Sign too, just of uh, not that Overstock made a bad decision with going that name, because I still think it was a good decision. But it really did kind of uh, indicate the strength of .dot uh, com still on the global marketplace for uh, people, especially doing retail and and trying to reach out to consumers. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting to retract that. The Oakland Coliseum got renamed by Overstock to the .dot co Stadium. Mm-hmm. 
and there's road signs, street signs, uh, highway exits that have the Odaco uh, on them. So that'll be that'll be an interesting change. Um, you, you know, there's still a lot to be said about the value of a short URL, mm-hmm. and you, you know, but but really, I think that .com values really thrive in the presence of all of this change because people look for something familiar. Until other things get established, it's really hard to find where something becomes that familiar. And it's, it's in the presence of uh, these changes that dot-com values are also holding their ground. Um, I mentioned before the break that there were some banner sales this year. We saw uh, social.com. Uh, the the folks uh, is probably uh, Miguel, uh, great guy over at Name Quiver, coordinated that sale with mo- the folks at Moniker for two point six million dollars. Social dot com sold. We saw the uh, the sale of domain name dot com for one million dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to see some of the year to date sales, I I often look at uh, dnjournal dot com. Uh, that uh, Ron Jackson, longtime uh, industry contributor, great, uh, great uh, uh, friend, has uh, has put together and has run every year as the year to date sales in every single uh, year since two thousand and four, I believe. So mm-hmm. you can look at all the different sales uh, numbers through the year, and we're seeing some record announcements from Afternic, from uh, and Name Media. We're seeing record announcements from Sado on sales numbers. Uh, per quarter, so we're seeing a real robust, strong uh, marketplace for the .com domains as well as other extensions. And and what's so crazy about that is that it is happening in a time of a recession. <laughs> it's it's uh, happening in a time in which uh, you know the PPC market, which used to fuel or, or fuel uh, domain sales, is is down. Um, so I, I think it's absolutely amazing that uh, domains continue to uh, uh, not only hold value but find new value as, as people learn more and more about them and, and how they can uh, make them work for them. Well, the, the valuation algorithms are really changing here, mm-hmm. I think, you know, where, where you know, certain uh, multiples of your pay-per-click revenue uh, you know, was, uh, was the – sort of litmus test or some form of a predictable indicator of what the what a reasonable sale price is uh we're seeing other other factors come in so that's that's an interesting one yeah you know a- absolutely I mean, how, how do you put a value if you got two guys battling in an auction over their college nickname.com right uh, you can't use pay-per-click to analyze that and there's there's always been factors like that yeah so Obviously, there's buyers, and that's great. A robust aftermarket really indicates, uh, you know, strength of the industry, and that's that's always refreshing to see, especially in a great industry like ours with the domain names. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the other things is is uh, I think that is an important point as far as 2011. Um, there has been with PPC being down, there has been a um, real emphasis um, for d- own domainers, particularly. To to uh, build out their their properties and and they've tried a lot of different. Um, there's been a lot of new tools, a lot of new services that have come to market that have enabled people to build them out. Um, you know, one at a time, and in some cases, build them out in bulk. 
um, with varying degrees of of success. Uh, some domainers have have developed them the old-fashioned way, you know, with a web developer and, and a team, and you put together a plan and you build each one out as a, a separate business. So the development has been a strong emphasis on the domainer community in 2011, and, and I really look forward to seeing um, in 2012 how that shapes up you know what is a report back i've heard some stuff so far and, and again it's, it's hit or miss some case, cases it's proved to be very successful for them but time will tell just how um how much uh, benefit they actually did to their names um by by putting them uh, putting content on them uh getting them uh in into the search engine indexes so that more eyeballs can see them, more people can find the properties, more people can learn that those domains are there and get them on the radar for perhaps somebody that uh, might find value in them to be able to use them. So it would be interesting to see what happens in uh, next year as a result of these names actually having some development done on them. That's a great point, Victor. And, and you know, we've seen tools like WordPress and Joomla and Drupal that are, um, you know, fairly open source tools Mm -hmm. that allow you to immediately uh, develop out a domain name with, uh, you know, it does take some finesse and effort. And, you know, it's it's often good to get some help from a graphic designer or somebody can help program it. But they now have versions of these that are designed to have multiple domains and points of entry into a website and even host multiple domains on the same platform. So the tools are growing and, and you've got platforms like DevHub and others that give you the tools to, you know, sort of publish multiple domains at once and then focus in on the ones that are really, you know, higher traffic where, where folks used to use their pay-per-click earnings or pay-per-click reports to determine which domains had traffic in order to focus on developing those. So, yep. you know, uh, the tools have moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw different regional shows. Um, the the folks at uh, DENIC uh, 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 Switch, which is .ch and .li, CCTLDs, mm-hmm. and then Austria, they take turns. They trade off every every year uh, which of the countries, of those three countries, that they host a show called Domain Pulse, which is fantastic. And that's coming up. Uh, the next one's coming up in February in Hamburg. Um, there's a show coming up in um, uh, Valencia, Spain. That'll be nice. interesting. A European Domainer conference. There is, of course, the uh, uh, the time honored traffic conference, which mm-hmm. I have to say, I I attended this last traffic, and you know, I, I want to say that the location was beautiful. It was well executed. The team there. You know, going to this conference, there was so much business that got done, so many good networking opportunities. Uh, the team there just does an exceptional job with that conference. You, you feel like you're going to almost like a reunion more than you are to uh, a conference. And so people are much, much more open to have uh, direct and open dialogue about things that would really uh, – that they're looking for or they can help with. And I just saw a really high caliber show this year. Now, you know, the weather was awful. So maybe it forced people to be indoors and network more, where they might have been out enjoying Fort Lauderdale. But that was just a phenomenal show. I just uh, my hats yeah. off to 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 Rick and Howard. Years and years of doing that show. What a great job! And the team who executed it. The people that that maybe don't get the credit behind the scenes: Alina, Barbara, Ray. Uh, 
uh, Chris, mm-hmm. everybody. Just just well, a phenomenal job. No, no doubt. Those guys, uh, Traffic has always put on a good show. Uh, the last two shows have been uh, exceptional. Uh, the one they had in South Beach, which did have uh, beautiful weather as, as well as a beautiful location. Where the one in Fort Lauderdale, beautiful location, was bad weather, unseasonable weather uh, for Fort Lauderdale. Uh, kept everyone kind of hemmed up. But I, nevertheless, the, the program, the content, the, uh, uh, and, and the networking that went on there was, was exceptional. Um, and, and always is. So, um, and, and I'm sure, I know that they have great plans for, uh, you know, next year. Um, as well as uh, the main fest, as you said, is going to be in end of January, I believe it is, uh, back in uh, Southern California. should be a fantastic show uh, and traffic. So look forward to, um, to these shows, and, and, and it's a great way for people to stay uh, on top of what's happening in, happening in the industry, staying up with the news and the things that uh, get, get, an, get an understanding of different people's take on how things might affect them and the interest is the local and it's still growing and more and more so I think it's been a big year for these to bringing people together and relationships with like-minded yeah I agree. so uh, let me see uh, Jonathan we have any go ahead well I was going to say there there have been rumors and I'm, I'm I'm having some discussions but there's been rumors and they talked about a little bit about a, a traffic Las Vegas coming back in May um, nothing's confirmed yet. Check back with targetedtraffic.com to to see more about that location. But uh, it's worth uh, learning more about those rumors. There's also the ICANN meeting in Costa Rica. You can go to ICANN.org and uh, click on the Costa Rica. That's coming up in March. Interesting times. Lots of good shows and lots of good meetings. But it's a lot of consolidation. We didn't see a Domain Roundtable uh, for example, and uh, Domain yeah. Fest had expanded to a lot of different locations and is kind of consolidated and contracted. Yeah. So um, we're seeing less but higher quality. Yeah. And uh, so the shows are really great. If you if you work in the domain space, if you're just new to domains and you you know this may be your first show you've ever heard or you want to know more about domaining, I'll tell you, do yourself the credit of going to one of these conferences and and meeting other people because it's, sometimes it's hard to tell just how robust and big and wonderful and rich this industry is by getting out from behind your monitor and face to face with some of the other people in the industry. There's some really great people in this industry. Absolutely. Um, Jonathan, I, I think we've come to the close of another episode of Domain Masters. But before we do, um, is there any other one one big news item that you'd like to uh, sound off on for 2010 before we put a wrap on this show? Well, absolutely. And uh, you know, I have been given the privilege uh, of coming back and doing uh, one show a month here with Domain Masters. I'll be glad to do that and. I'm looking forward to doing um, some interesting interviews. Uh, we'll, I'll bring in people from uh, the CEOs of different CCTLDs. You can ask questions. I'll bring in um, some of the people who are applying for new top-level domains, some of the, some of the uh, uh, people you don't normally get exposure to on the Domain Master Show or at some of the domain conferences. Mm-hmm. And we'll be talking about some sort of deep-dive topics I'm also considering bringing in people like industry experts, uh, Adam Dicker, to go in to a deep dive on a specific topic mm-hmm. during the year. So we'll be able to have some what I think are some really great sessions. 
And I really look forward to doing that and uh, getting back involved with the Domain Masters show in the coming year. Well, we look forward to having you on, and uh, you're again, you always are considered by me to be a, a great resource in the industry and well connected. And and um, I know that uh, every time you do, that you're on the show, um, you add value to the marketplace. You provide uh, information to someone that um, provide information that they didn't have before. And so I look forward to uh, having you on the show. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, hosting uh, Domain Masters in in 2012 myself with a a few ideals that I have. And I appreciate, um, you know, the help of having uh, someone of the esteemed credibility of Jonathan Frakes, Frakes on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. If folks want to follow my blog, it's it's, uh, blog.jothan, J-O-T-H-A-N.com. And uh, uh, Victor, you're all too kind. I was really happy that you, uh, you know, jumped in to keep the reins going on Domain Masters. And I think it's going to be really exciting in the coming year. I think what we'll do is uh, in the next in the next show, um, maybe we'll go through some of uh, the predictors we're going to see kim- coming out in the early front of the year from different websites and go through and, and talk on some of those and, um, and sort out uh, some of our predictions for 2012. But I'm really excited. I think that 2012 is going to be a good year for the domain industry. And I really appreciate uh, your kind words and uh, the privilege of uh, being your guest today. Well, Happy New Year to everyone and uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays and happy new year to you as well, Jonathan. And we also want to give a big, uh, you know, round of applause for those the team over at uh, WebmasterRadio.fm, Sharon, uh, Brandy, Darren, and and of course Brasco. And uh, thank all of you guys for uh, putting on Domain Masters and making it available to the uh, Domainer community um, and the Domain Industry community at large. Thank you very much, Webmaster Radio, for giving this uh, forum. Um, so I think that. Uh, that will conclude this episode of Domain Masters. I want to thank everyone for listening in. My name is Victor Pitts. I'm the host of Domain Masters. You're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. Come back next week at the same time for another uh, informative episode of Domain Masters. You can also listen to archives of Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm as well as popular podcast locations such as iTunes, Google, and Yahoo. So again, I will uh, let you all go. Wish you a happy new year and Look forward to uh, picking it back up next week on a brand new year and a brand new episode of Domain Masters where you learn to be the master of your domain. Have a good night, folks.